0: Karen demands a service that my company doesn't even offer. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I work part-time for a company that rents accessible vans for those people that need it due to being wheelchair-bound. Think Hertz or Enterprise, but for wheelchair-accessible vans. I have worked off and on with them for four years, and while I'm a 40-year-old female, I'm in school to be a physician's assistant. I'm almost done with school. Woohoo! This job is a small company Family run business, and my boss is an awesome boss. She 999 of the time knows that the customer is in the wrong as our calls are recorded. We get some of the most entitled people ever. A little backstory that is relevant and will come into play later I was in the military and was severely injured while serving my country on deployment. This injury left me in a medically induced coma for three months while my broken back and neck healed, as well as a few holes in my body from shrapnel. It also unfortunately left me weak wheelchair bound for several months as I regained motor and neurological function. I literally had to teach myself with OT, PT, ST, and MT how to eat, speak in full sentences, write, etc. again. So I, out of anybody in my company, know what a great service this is. Now on to my story. It's a call I received last night in the middle of the night. I worked the mid-grave shift and I am basically on my own to make decisions, check the customers in and out, give them airport parking locations, help with customer problems and complaints, as well as explain to people who call, we are not a non-medical transport company. I must get these calls 3-4 to times a night, every night that I work. We actually rent the vehicle to someone to drive their loved one, friend, or whatever around. We are not open for reservations or anything other than getting the customers into the vehicle. It's basically an on-call position after 6pm Monday through Sunday. It says this when you call, during the recording, so I can sleep, watch TV, whatever, as it's all remote positions. Last night, a lady calls at about 2.30 a.m. We'll call her emergency room Karen. Well, emergency room Karen says, after I answer the phone call, once I'm woken up, were you
1: sleeping? How unprofessional!
0: Excuse me? Ma'am, I am in an on-call remote position, and I am very much allowed to sleep.
2: Whatever, so I need someone to come pick me up now!
0: Me knowing right away that she thinks that we're a transportation company. I'm sorry, but we don't offer that service. And then I tell her what we do offer.
1: Do not give me that crap! You just don't want to do your job! You need to get somebody to pick me up right now at this ER right now!
0: So she was saying that we need to come pick her up at this ER right now and that she has COVID and C. diff. I told her, ma'am. Like I said, we do not offer that service you need. You need to ask the hospital for a number to a non medical transport.
1: Listen here, you little B! Get someone over here now! Google said you were a non medical transport and I want someone out to this ER right now!
0: This is when she drops the most disgusting statement I've ever heard. You
1: don't know what it's like to be in a chair and have issues walking! Now get your butt in gear and you stupid idiot!
0: Obviously, I'm toning down what she said a little bit, but you get the idea. Ma'am, I will be disconnecting this call. Have a good morning. I hang up, and less than 10 minutes later, she calls back. But this time, she has found a security officer to help her. The security officer says, Ma'am, this is Officer J
2: with XYZ Medical Center at the ER.
0: This patient says you called her an R. The R that he's referring to is a word that is so messed up.
2: She also also said that you told her she could wheel herself home for all you care, and you called her a bina.
0: Sir. No, that is not what went down. I filled him in and told him we record all of our phone calls. And as I told her, we do not offer those services that she's looking for. Well, you need to find her a ride. This isn't our issue.
2: You need to find her a ride right now.
0: Actually, no, I do not. Nor is it my responsibility to do so. He then tells me that he is going to call the police on me. I let him know, please be my guest and do so. He then hands the phone back to the emergency room care.
1: I need a ride right
2: now I told you already you don't understand what it's like not to be able to get into a regular car and just go I'm disabled and I'm in a wheelchair
0: at this point it's the third time she's made this comment ma'am first off we do not offer the service that you are looking for secondly you keep making the comment to me that I don't know what it's like to be in a chair we are on the phone you have no clue if I'm in a wheelchair or not, nor do you know if I have ever been in one. Not that I owe you the courtesies of an explanation, but I was in a wheelchair and I was clinically dead more than once. So you go ahead and call the cops. Hell, you could tell Jesus himself to try and tell me to come get you. It will not change the fact that we do not offer the services you need. I hung up and blocked her from our phone system. And about 20 minutes later, a call from an unknown number calls. I think it's her again. Nope. This crazy chick somehow convinced the security officer to call the police. The cops ask me what happened and I explain to him the whole story and I tell him that the calls are all recorded. He's more than welcome to listen to the recording and he tells me that won't be necessary and to have a good night. I think this is the end of it, but of course it's not. My boss texts me today to call her, so I do and she asks what happened with that call last night and I tell her to listen to the recordings. She does and... And I haven't heard anything else about the emergency room Karen. This is just a taste of the types of crazy calls I get every night that I work. Some things I don't mention in order for someone to get to me, they first have to listen to a recording and then hit extensions. This crazy Karen actually hit the urgent option that cuts into another call that I'm on with an actual customer. After all of this went down, there was an update from the future. So I did call the hospital at the advice of some of you guys to report Mr. Wannabe Popo. He, is in fact not security, but get this, a janitorial slash environmental management staff member. The hospital asked me if I could identify the woman in any way. I said we have caller ID and it will sometimes show the name on it. The hospital admin supervisor said, okay, please, if you can find her name or give us her phone number. Her number is 284-241 star 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 star. Her name was Karen B-Face and by the way, we record the calls. Do you record all of them? All of them. So that's what I thought. That was Janitor D-Face's wife. She apparently is a frequent flyer. She comes in a lot. Honestly, he probably shouldn't have told me any of that, but meh. He takes my statement and says that he will get back to me on Monday about the results of the inquiry and if I'd like to take action. Well, this chick has gone on Yelp, Google, Twitter, Facebook to slam our company. My boss had the best reply. She said, I'm sorry for your convenience of confusing a specialty rental car company with a transportation company also i apologize my csa didn't let you treat her like garbage and held her ground i'm sorry you are a miserable human being and treated her like poop and i'm sorry we recorded it all and can upload it here if we'd like entitlement is an illness it has to be i'll let you guys know on monday how everything goes down with janitor d face okay so here is the resolution to the crazy lady calling my work demanding we provide her service that we don't offer the time zone of where they were calling from and where I am now are a few hours apart, so it's later there. I was actually sleeping when the hospital admin guy called me. He did so at 8 a.m. my time, and I was passed out as it's my Monday and I work tonight. He left a voicemail and also left his cell phone, so I tried the office number but no answer. So I tried his cell, but no answer. I left him a voicemail, and I was going to go back to night-night when he called. Hello? Hey, uh, this is Blank Blank from XYZ Medical Center, is Miss OP there? Yep, this is her. Hi, uh, so we heard back from Janitor D-Face. Oh, and? He's, uh, trying to deny it. Uh, he also doesn't know we have the recording. Uh, okay, so you can give me an update with what you're gonna do when you do it. Well, uh, we, uh, we're actually hoping that you can play the recording for the room. Oh, my pleasure. Do you, uh, need your boss present? I said I better just, uh... At that moment, my boss enters on the three-way call. Okay, uh, just one second while I, uh... Uh, Transfer to the uh, conference room Uh, then there was a silence and a beep beep "'Hi, uh, Mrs. Uh, OP, Mrs. Boss Lady, ladies there?' "'Yes, I'm here,' my boss said. "'Yeah, I'm here as well.' "'So, uh, D-Face uh, Janitor, you deny being uh, near your wife "'or getting uh, her on the phone?' The D-Face Janitor said, "'Oh, she's lying. "'I was in the north section
2: of the hospital.'"
0: The hospital admin lets him dig his hole a little deeper until he's had enough and says, "'You uh, do know we uh, have cameras uh, all over the campus, correct?'
2: I know, but I swear I wasn't there.
0: The hospital admin then said, "Uh, Ladies, uh, can one of you uh, play that uh, recording of a call, please? I am internally giggling and just reveling in the fact that these two D-nozzles are going to get what they deserve. I hear the call queue up. My boss is playing the recorded call. It plays, and I kid you not, it is crickets. The man's voice is cracking as he ekes out an apology. The hospital admin says, I uh, am personally torn on uh, what we're going to do here. On one hand, you impersonated a security officer, while well, I'm unsure if that's an actual crime, like impersonating a police officer, uh, but I do understand that you are dealing with some hardships right now. The d faced janitor said, Oh, no.
2: It's okay. It was me. I should have been honest from the start. I'm serious. But as you know, my wife is kind of nuts. She was just trying to get a ride home. And I couldn't leave Loretta like that. I had no more emergency PTO or sick leave. As you know, Mr hospital. Administrator, she has a lot of health issues from having COVID multiple times. See, deaf and...
0: It's a nasty situation around here. This poor jerk lets the word vomit just fly. Okay, so I am pretty conservative by nature and reserve when it comes to my job. I don't speak out of turn when talking to a customer, or am I disrespectful to customers unless they get stupid. Then I let my CSA... Freak flag fly, but this guy sounded beat down by the world, or more so, his wife. I somewhat sympathize with the guy, Mister D. Face. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What I don't understand is why in the world did you not listen to me when I told you and your wife multiple times that we did not offer transportation services? When I said multiple times we are a specialty vehicle rental company.
2: Oh, I just believe my wife.
0: The hospital administrator said, "Okay, uh, well, uh, thanks for." your time, uh, D-Face Janitor, and uh, we'll get back to you with uh, our decision. The phone hung up, and the administrator went on to say, uh, Mrs. Uh, Opie, uh, what resolution would you like to see uh, come of this? Uh, Honestly... I just think he should be reprimanded, but I don't want to see someone lose their job over a stupid decision. I am sure you can't tell me if he's done anything like this before, but has he been a good employee? Well, uh, yes, uh, honestly, I've never uh, had a complaint until now. Uh, I don't wish for him to be fired. Maybe just written up. Can I get back to you later today on what exactly I'd like to see? The administrator said, okay, that would be fine. He thanked me and we hung up. Honestly, I felt bad for the guy. I mean, his wife was the main instigator and she was the one who called the cops, so I don't want to see this guy fired, but I do feel that he should be written up. What do you guys think? What do you think I should tell him? And lastly, the final update. The hospital administrator supervisor called me about two hours ago, and this is what I learned. The janitor was fired. While I feel bad, I have mixed emotions as what he did was wrong, and I know that. I don't like the thought that something I was involved in got someone canned. Anyhow, the administrator basically said that they took some of my opinion into account. He was fired, but they did give him some severance as he had been with the hospital for a long time. I believe they had him resign is what I understood so it didn't look bad when he goes to get another job. So that closes this entitled Karen story, but I work in 10 minutes and I'm sure I'll have another entitled jerk this week. So am I the jerk for getting the husband of the Karen fired? Hear
1: that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll: Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: So I too, like the OP, don't like to hear that the guy lost his job because for most people in the world, losing their job is devastating. And it's not always so easy to get a new job like how sometimes people say it is. It just depends on what line of work you're in. And I don't know about his line of work, if there's enough jobs out there to get him a new one or not. But most fields, it's going to sting if you get fired or forced resignation, however they ended up structuring this one. But same thing. But for the sake of the story, that all comes after the fact. What happened in the actual story, the core of it was the... The OP, who is probably so extremely tired of getting dunked on day in, day out with people just unleashing on her because of this constant, ever present miscommunication that they are a transportation company, I can understand how that would be totally maddening. I'm sure they've gone through tons and tons of different ways to present themselves on Google and Yelp and stuff to make it absolutely clear, or as clear as they can, that they are not a transportation company, they're a car rental company, and then they still have to deal with stuff like this. But at the same time, from the perspective of of the janitor and his wife, he's trying to help his wife. His wife is in a situation where she's really uncomfortable. She doesn't feel well. She's wheelchair bound and once those sort of emotions start blending into it when you're trying to take care of somebody, sometimes what comes out is not always 100% logical. Because I have a feeling if he was representing someone else that he wouldn't be so prone to anger based on the outcome, then he might not have ignored the fact that that is not what the company does. Here's a solution. Just put in the banner of your company, we are not a transportation company above everything else. Advertise that fact more than the actual service that you do provide. That way, people can only deduce the one remaining thing that they could possibly mean for what the company is used for. So if this was you in this situation, how would you have handled it and jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for not wanting to go to a theme park with my brother since he's in a wheelchair? I'm a 19-year-old female and my little brother is 10. English isn't my first language, so some things may be roughly translated. My 10-year-old brother broke his ankle this week on Monday, so he's bound to the couch or a wheelchair right now since he has to keep his foot up. I live with my parents, my dad is 49, my mom is 45, and we all had planned a family trip to a theme park two hours away this Monday, which would be a week after the break. My brother had been talking about it for weeks. It would be the first time he would get to ride a particular roller coaster since he was too scared before, but now he was brave enough. He was so excited, but then, he broke his ankle. My parents, however, are determined to still go on this trip on Monday because our tickets could not be postponed. Also, they say they really want to go. My brother would have to find a way to sit in a car for two hours on the way there and back while keeping his leg high, being safe, and being comfortable. Hard, but... Maybe not impossible. The problem, however, arises at the theme park itself. It's lovely. However, my brother can go on exactly five rides, which includes an animatronic show and a 4D movie. The other rides are not wheelchair accessible and he can't walk right now. Out of these five rides, he'll enjoy maybe three. I think it's extremely sad to put this boy near all the roller coasters he's been excited about for months now and confront him with all that he cannot do. I told my parents this and they went nuts on me. They said I was egotistical and mean and I just didn't want to go because I didn't love them or him, etc. Which is not true. I just don't want to go with him right now. We should go later. My parents had already stated that we would go again when he was better, just also now. I still don't like that idea. I even came up with a list of fun activities that were wheelchair accessible, but they said no. They really wanted to go to the theme park. When I brought the bad news about the rollercoaster coasters to my little brother while trying to be as sensitive as I could, he started crying and he said that it wasn't me. He was just sad he would miss out yet again, which shocked me because it was so mature, but also cute and sad. My mom got mad saying I was going to ruin that day for them before it even started and got mad at my brother for crying because there were other fun things. He got tantrumy and said, but not the but after some of my mom's convincing, he said, still crying,
2: okay mom, I'll still go for you. Stop being mad because I said I'll go.
0: Which just broke my heart. I just don't think it's a good idea and we are better off postponing the trip than comforting this 10 year old with all these things that he wants to do but cannot do. Also, my brother has been very sick because of the pain and the loss of sleep so he has been vomiting and crying a lot and being two hours away from home is quite a lot if you're all of a sudden nauseated. My boyfriend's family sides with me but i I feel like I'm going crazy. But before you decide jerk or not a jerk, There is an update. I wanted to update you all because we had a happy ending, my friends. I called the theme park and I explained the situation. They said they would postpone the tickets for us and wished my brother a quick recovery. So fast forward to now, his ankle is out of the cast and he gets to do a lot of things again. Not running, but two more weeks and he can do that too. We went to the theme park yesterday and he went on all the roller coasters, even the ones he's been fearing for years. He'd talk about it the entire day and he said he was glad he could ride the roller coasters for the first time with his big sister. Even today, he was still going on about it. I'm glad to see that he had a good time. It was really fun. Everyone had a blast. It's not the longest update, but at least it ended well. Although I never did get an apology for what my parents called me, even after I saved their tickets and their day with a cranky, disappointed child in a wheelchair. But oh well, that's my parents for ya. So am I the jerk. This was one of those ones that was just wholesome through and through. The sister the OP here obviously cares a lot about her little brother and didn't want him to have a terrible time at the theme park. So she did what she had to do, called the place, and got the whole thing figured out. I'm surprised nobody else thought to do that but I guess they just assumed it was impossible or from the parents' perspective they just wanted to go they didn't really care but if he really had to keep his foot up for the entire two hour drive there that has got to be miserable and then the entire time you're there some people would have fun just by hanging out with their family and looking at all the stuff but it sounds like the little brother wanted to be on the roller coasters more than anything else so all in all it seems like it worked out for the best but how would you have handled the situation if those were your parents let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search for Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your stream. It's free. Cream of the Stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.